Welcome to Balance Boldly for Ambitious Women in Business. I'm your host, Nikita Thigpen, Balance and Relationship Advisor, moving you beyond balance where you're barely surviving the burnout of work and life and into a space of thriving in life, love, and business. I am so excited to be back with you guys this week. You know we were off for a couple of weeks just taking care of all those great things that we do at Big Pro Balance and Relationship Management Institute, and it's been phenomenal. But I'm happy to be here and extra, extra, extra happy to to be introducing you to an amazing, incredible woman. We just spent at least a half an hour off air catching up and having a great conversation, laughing so hard at so many things. It's not not something we're going to share with you because you would have just, I don't know, just would have had to be, be here. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but let me introduce you for season 12 of our revivification. We are breathing new life back into everything, into you and anything that you need to make stronger, healthier, and active and and happier again. So I'm excited to introduce you to a woman that's doing just that. Sherry Hurtical, founder and CEO of Victim's Voice and Benra Inc. She is an amazing frontline lady whose superpowers include taking unpopular complex problems and creating popular solutions. Her life's journey includes over 29 years of domestic violence overcome with a renaissance of resume of leadership roles and consulting, including working in the startup space for over five years. Sherry is a speaker and author, presenter, publisher, and done so many amazing things. But now her focus right now is making making a measurable difference in the lives of all victims, men and women. So to make sure that their abusers can be held accountable and they can begin to reclaim and rebuild their lives in safety and love. Sherry, welcome to Balance Boldly. How are you today? I am fantastic. Thank you so much, Nikita, for having me. Oh, you are welcome. You know, I'm excited. We had a phenomenal time in Princeton when you invited me out to one of your stumping grounds for us to have some, what was that you put me on to? Peppermint chocolate latte tea? Like what was that I was drinking? (laughs) Something really extravagant and yummy. (laughs) It was delicious. I was telling Sherry, you know, when people really care to get to know you and they pay attention to everything. I remember walking into the cafe and mentioning like, oh my gosh, I really need something pepperminty, but I want something chocolate. And she was just in the background, like waiting for me to get things situated and made a magical recommendation that I fell in love with because she really cared that I was going to be happy and content while we were just like meeting each other for the first time. And that matters. Those are those little intimate things when people go a little further and they pay attention to your idiosyncrasies that I think make a difference in everything we do. So I wanted to publicly say thank you for doing that. My pleasure. (laughs) So anytime we can get together for coffee is a good time. I know that's right. And it was the greatest little cafe. So thank you so much for inviting me out there. I would love for you to tell all the Balance Bully listeners, those very ambitious women and those few brave men that are tuned in and listening right now a little bit about who you are and how you got here. So I am a wife, a mother of two girls, a grandmother. I am an entrepreneur. I am a highly motivated woman and a super excited person all the time. (laughs) We have that in common, that's for sure. Yeah. (laughs) 
one of my um, my husband's little uh, pet peeves with me whenever he listens to the podcast is like, stop saying excited. You say that word all the time. And I'm like, because I am. I'm always excited. What do you want me to do? So I completely, I vibe with you there, girl, like completely. Well, my family, my family teases me that uh, they say I am amazing. <laughs> you are. Like, and I want you to, I want you to explain exactly what that means. Starting with something that your magical little being that you produced and brought in this world started for you, that brought you forward for, you know, how you got here with victim's voice, which, you know, the timing is just magical with everything that's unfortunately being brought to the forefront now with people. So several years ago, when my daughter was 10 years old, my youngest, um, she started public school. Her private school closed down, so we put her in public school. Mm-hmm. And she came home saying that she had made a great friend, but the friend was being picked on. And she did all the right things that they tell you to do. She told the teacher, she told the guidance counselor, but then she was targeted as a tattletale and was picked on further. Mm. Well, my daughter came home and said to me, I wish there were something I could do to help her. I wish there were a way that she could privately report what's going on. And then looked at me and said, I wish there were a mobile app. And so me being the entrepreneur just looked at her back and said, then go build one. Mm. Well, unbeknownst to me, she went into her room and started doing hour of code and came out hours later with all these certificates. Um, At the time, I was working with my consulting business, and we had a development platform that you can innovate and develop on top of. So I showed her how it worked, and she, for her science fair project, built an anti-bullying mobile app. It was called the Zebra app, and Zebra being an acronym for Zoe Ending Barriers in Reporting Adversity. So ironically... Today is the three-year anniversary of the date that she won the Mercer County Science and Engineering Fair for the elementary division. Mm -hmm. Um, After that time, she was invited to speak at a developers conference out on the West Coast, and they flew our whole family out, and Zoe and I spoke at the conference. But during that process, that was going through and looking at the competition that was out there. And there are, there are a plethora of other apps looking to combat bullying and uh, in schools, uh, workplace harassment. Um, And so we looked at those and we talked to people about, you know, what do you like about these apps? What do you know about them? What do you not like about them? And during our investigation of how they worked, we noticed that there really was a big miss. And that miss being that they were licensing to other entities outside of the victim themselves. And when you are a victim of domestic violence, which is what we focus on, Mm -hmm. that's something very, very personal. Um, You work very hard to hide anyone from knowing what's going on. I actually wrote a blog post called The Consummate Actor touching on this, on how we become so good at faking our lives Mm -hmm. that when we do come out, no one believes us, even our close family and friends. Right. So this is really what we're tackling is allowing the victim to own their information, be in control of their information and being in control 
of if and when they ever release that information out to any authorities. That's phenomenal. First of all, let me give kudos to Zoe for being an incredible coder. Like who does that at 10, 11 years old? Like, what is that? Um, First of all, but also doing it with something that was connected to her first activation space, right? Like she was activated internally to do something. She wanted to do something more. She didn't necessarily know exactly how to do it and needed a little bit of stirring and encouragement from you. And that gave her the license to go explore and get something done, probably more than she thought she was going to do before she went into her room and closed the door and, you know, went into the the cold world. Um, I think that that is phenomenal. And it speaks volumes to who you are, Sherry, like literally. There's so many parents that would have just been like, oh, you know what? Go write in your journal. Go relax. And nothing's nothing's wrong with any of those directions, right? Like, go write out your feelings. You know, let's sit down and talk about it and, you know, leave it there. Maybe have some ice cream over it and call it a day to just kind of process for her. But you activated her internal activation to be a change change maker and an action taker. So I applaud you for that, especially considering that you were, you know, as a woman who's balancing so many different things, you got your kids, you got your family, you got entrepreneurship, you have, you know, missions and volunteering and other things that you're doing. You also had to make space to listen. Again, we're going back to that, to listen to someone who was right there in front of you who needed you more than you realized in that time. And you probably had no idea how encouraging those words were for you when you were like, go build it, right? So simple, go build it. Yeah, and I've worked in tech for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the, the, there's a couple of themes. Um, one that's very public right now is that there's not a lot of women in tech. Yeah. Um, and the other was something that I had heard the difference between our culture and other cultures is that we coddle our children. We try to protect our children. And if you set the bar high and you set the expectation of rather than, um, you know, well, let me show you how to do this or let me help you do this and, and change that tone to, well, there's no reason why you can't do this. So go do it. Mm. And if you fall down, then, and you ask for help, then I'll come help you. But I'm not going to just jump in there and try to help you and take over. I want you to uh, do the journey on your own, figure your own way, and that will empower you down the road. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love that. And you're right. I think a lot of us, I mean, of course, there's so many so many levels to the culture, right? Like there's the ethnic culture, there's the American culture, you know, we can go broader, you know, in, t- in terms of history and all that kind of good stuff. But a lot of us do that with our children, period. But especially when we separate the, the boys from the girls, like we can get right gender specific here. And I know we don't necessarily want to go down this rabbit hole. We'll save that for another podcast topic. <laughs> you know, there is a saying that a lot of women, you know, love their boys and raise their daughters. And there's a, a lot to be said for that in terms of what we what we equip them with to do. And then it comes up later as they're trying to maneuver through adulthood. Um, And sometimes I think just kind of coming back, circling back to how you came to who you are and being the person you are that's very connected to domestic violence. You know, Zoe started it from a bullying perspective. You obviously had 29 plus years of very complicated engagement with domestic violence yourself. And in that space, you were trying to 
figure out who you were and balance all that life was throwing at you at the time in, in addition to being an ambitious woman in business. And I think that that speaks volumes to your mother or your father or your guardians who ever poured into you too. You know what I mean? Like it's very linked in so many layers. Yes. And for me, it started um, the domestic violence, the abuse started with my father. Mm -hmm. uh, he was a, a brilliant person with absolutely no social skills and a monster at heart. Um, so it was really having to learn how to navigate around that mm -hmm. without being seen. Right. So figuring out how to succeed or how to accomplish something without garnering too much attention. Um, and, and that's pretty much, I'm, I'm kind of the behind the scenes girl. This is all new to me <laughs> mm -hmm. being out in the front, uh, because usually I am the one that loves to empower other people and support them and, and get them out front. And that's always kind of been my role, even as an entrepreneur. Um, so yeah, this is a little, uh, uncharted territory for me as well. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, the reality is showing up is the first part, but following up and following through is really what makes the difference between you getting victim's voice out there for all the other women and men who are struggling with some violation that has happened to them. And knowing that in the second that it happened, the hours following or the days following, that they have a safe place to store that information so that when they're ready, if they're ever ready to bring it uh, forward into a judicial space, that they have some proof that's a lot more you know, tailored to the, uh, the more accurate facts of what happened in the moment and is not so colored by time, you know, and, and what time can do to us from a neurological perspective. But the difference between this being a great idea that stayed in your kitchen with you and it being something that literally champions people and allows people to be free and to be able to reinvent and revive themselves because they were able to say, to say something and share something that was so horrific one day, someday, even just the possibility, whether they do it or not, but the possibility that they have that there for them is so sacred and so magical. And I can do nothing but applaud you for it for so many reasons. Thank you. Well, thank you. Um, you know, your, your theme here is revivication. And I recently had uh, a firsthand experience with that. I was cleaning up the basement and came across this old journal that I had tucked away in the bookshelf. And I went back and read it and almost didn't recognize who it was that had written that. Mm -hmm. It was so far from who I am today that it, it, it wasn't even written in the same language. Yes, it was English, <laughs> uh, but but the the terminologies that I used and the tone and the overall feeling of it was such despair and to come back years and years later and reread that and say wow you know this is this is really a a great uh poignant part of saying here's where i was and here is where i am now and i can visually see that through this journal so that was really enlightening to me and and even if somebody uses our app and never takes it to court mm -hmm. to be able to look at that. That was so empowering to say, wow, I have done the work. I've showed up every day and this is how far it's taken me it was so empowering to me. And it just drives me further 
to hopefully help um, as many people, male and female, you know, 43% of males in this country will experience sexual harassment or abuse in their lifetime. Mm -hmm. And it's so much harder for them to come forward about it because of the stigma. Right. So, you know, this is not just a female problem. Um, and even in my own family, I am one of four children of which I'm not the only, you know, we weren't all females. Right. Um, so yeah, it's it's really important to be able to see for yourself how far you come, mm -hmm. uh, whether or not you ever use it for court. Oh, absolutely. Um, I like I can't say enough how excited I am as a clinical social worker, as a person who's in the space, who's constantly champion, as a uh, survivor, you know, and I try not to use that word too often because I see myself as unconquerable and not just as a survivor. And that's how I label myself as more victorious than anything and dealing with multiple traumas myself had there been such a thing when I had to deal with the layers of things that I had to deal with. That would have been helpful, even just for the therapeutic process that I would eventually go through as I was moving through that. I think that this is so incredibly needed, specifically for domestic violence and people who are suffering similar traumas, um, you know, sexual, emotional and verbal trauma. I think this is so important on so many layers. So I have to ask you, as a woman who has been through so much, done so much. And I'm talking about the great things, the parenting, the birthing, the wacky, the balancing, like all the stuff that you do. How do you take care of yourself? Like, when do you give Sherry permission to pause? Well, uh, in times like now and the next few months, I stick my hands in the dirt and garden like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I have a five foot by 32 foot garden in my backyard. and. Um, I did go back to school at one point for horticulture just because I love to garden and I wanted to learn more of the science behind it. Um, so yes, you'll find me oftentimes in the garden, sometimes even with my laptop. Um, but in the evenings uh, or in the winter, you'll probably find me sitting somewhere with a glass of wine, um, either reading or I love to bullet journal. I love to draw and paint. Um, those are outlets for me because I have to be hyper-focused on the activity yeah. and not be distracted by, you know, running a company and dealing with HR and uh, all the compliance and, you know, all the stuff that comes at you when you're running a corporation. Um, it, it's just a time to quiet the mind. Um, and I run, uh, I love to run. Um, that's my time where I kind of problem solve outside of the space. Yeah. So yeah, no, those that's... are really my, yeah. Those are, no, that's awesome. I'm just thinking like hands in dirt, um, slash wiping it off on your apron and typing a little bit on the side, <laughs> <laughs> then switching over to paint. <laughs> Yell at my kids for wiping their hands on their pants because I do it. Oh no! <laughs> Listen, well, you're I'm clearly, a jeans. I'm a jeans kind of gal, so I, I'm not mad. And you're clearly not afraid to get a little dirty, so it it makes sense. And it makes sense as apropos for why you're in the space that you're in and why you're a fitting person to be in the space and to do what you do. I congratulate you on so many levels. So tell people how they can c connect with you and find out more about Victim's Voice and just go a little bit further with you and your process to be co-champions with you. 
So I am very active on social uh, and all of our social handles are the same. It's Victim's Voice app. Um, they can also go to our website. We are in the process of building our new website. So if they go to victimsvoice.app, they'll find information there. And our corporate website is abinra.com. So right now we have most of our information on abinra.com. We'll be moving a lot of that over to the victimsvoice.app website. Um, so either site they can find us, but really social is where we hang out. Uh, I'm probably the oldest millennial most people will meet. <laughs> so message me, I will, I will respond. That's, uh, you know, yes, I have a marketing team that, that pushes stuff out, but I am very active and I do respond on social and I do have a lot of conversations through messaging as well. So, yeah. I love that. Well, you know, I'm already a follower. Uh, we were, <laughs> and and already sharing. I was talking to Sherry earlier that I'm at a meeting last month. Sherry's not in the room. She's not a part of this meeting. There's no reason for her to come up, but someone mentioned domestic violence. I immediately pulled her up on Instagram, slid my phone across the, the room and was like, you need to follow her. So, <laughs> you know, she's obviously top of mind for me because she left a deep impression, both from her personal story, as well as the work that she's doing to move beyond that and to help change the narrative for so many people. So again, 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 I cannot help but to applaud you, woman. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, let's meet in Princeton again for another coffee. <laughs> well, you, you know I'm about that life, that peppermint chocolate life. I'm about that. So I'm definitely more than willing. If I can get you to come to Philly, that's going to be your next stop. Um, yes, I'll be there. <laughs> that'll be perfect. Sherry, thank you so much for your time. I honor you and I welcome you in this space as many, many more times as I can have you. Until next time, I look forward to seeing you on the other side of the moon. Thank you. Thank you so much, Balance Bowley listeners, for spending your time with us. You know, we honor you as well for being here, regardless of how you came to us today. If this is your first time, make sure that you go back and hit the subscribe button and download some of those prior episodes so you can get all those good balance tools that we've been sowing and seeding since 2012, from the balance beam days of the podcast to now Balance Boldly. We welcome you as new listeners. For those of you who have been riding with us, Thank you always. Of course, we already know that you subscribe. So we want to make sure that you rate and share and help us ensure that other ambitiously bold and brave people have access to valuable life, love, and business balance tools. You can connect with me, my new handle, because I've stepped into 2019. I moved from it being under balance boldly because obviously as the, a CEO, we do so much more than just the podcast and we do help you balance boldly, but we show up in our business in very different and very revived ways because we are reviving the personal development space. So we finally changed my handle to at Ask Nikita. So feel free. And of course, if you're already following, you'll see it. It's changed on its own. Um, my favorite place to play these days is actually Instagram. I think I'm one of those old millennials like Sherry is right now. Um, but at Ask Nikita on IG, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And of course, you can always connect on LinkedIn. Right now, all I want you to do is help stand in your power, be who you are, make sure you follow Sherry and do what you need to do to be a victim's voice champion 
or if you would like to utilize the tool, make sure you do that as well. But until next time, I just want you to go create your balance and create your joy, but remember to do it boldly. Thank you for listening.